Podeskew Podcast is a proud member of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Podcast 2.0. I am CJ, and with me, as always, is my hetero LA May Rico. What's up, man? What's up, dude? 2.0. 2.0. Upgrade. Yes, we did. We have new equipment, and that's why you're not getting a full episode this week. <laughs> I, I I thought for a split second we were like, this is the Podeskew, the sequel, the sequel, the one, the one no one wanted. <laughs> yeah, if we're doing a sequel, I'm recasting the co-host role. I'm just saying. Oh, who who's gonna replace you? <laughs> Fucking funny ass. Fucking funny ass. Yes, that is probably the best way to describe the show. Fucking funny ass. <laughs> oh man, dude, this has been a fucking battle of technology. You have no idea what I've been through with this thing. No, I do. The others don't. Why don't you? <laughs> why don't you explain what the fuck has been going on? I don't know you've if been, I want to get into all the. Play, you've been playing mad scientist. Well, yeah, something Especially like that. Especially the mad. Yeah, the mad part for sure. I don't know if I want to get into all the all the details, only because I think it'll bore people. But we we got new sound equipment and a new computer for recording, and as such, a new well, we got a new computer for streaming, and as such, got a new re- computer for recording because the old streaming became the new recording, um, right. which hopefully will give me some new tricks and things I can do with the editing process, which is primarily why we wanted to do that. Um, it's going to hopefully simple, simplify the editing process for me when we do this, but it also came with a whole bunch of new challenges to get you and I to be able to connect. So, Like actually be able to speak to each other. <laughs> and hear each other. Yeah, because yeah. you could hear me at one point, or I could hear you, but we couldn't hear each other, and then... Right. The recording computer didn't hear us. And <laughs> I was hearing you have a fucking meltdown a couple times, and oh, more I was than trying a to like talk and be like, "CJ, I can hear you. Can you hear me, CJ? Can you hear me?" And you're just like, <laughs> "Fuck shit, fuck mother fucking piece of shit, fucking whore." Yeah, it was. And bad. I am laughing my ass <laughs> off, and you couldn't. Hear it. I'm kind of glad I couldn't because I probably would have only made me more angry, to be honest with you. No, I know. And I was like making jingles up. I was like, like making up songs like to, to classic tunes and like, like, CJ fucked up. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. It was more of like, CJ, can you hear me? <laughs> Stop fucking around with technology. <laughs> But we got it sorted out. Um, I'm not sure how we're going to sound to our listeners. So that to you guys, to our, our Potescue faithful, which basically means Jay. Um, <laughs> yeah, Jay, how do we sound? Do we sound better or worse? <laughs> right. Um, no, but we have more than just Jay. There's there's Smoke and, them, and all those guys too. So, yeah, if you he, tell us how it sounds. Like, hopefully, ideally, we don't sound any different. But if, you know... <laughs> No, ideally we'll sound better. Well, but, true, but yeah, okay. Let's... Lo- low expectations. We we just sound exactly the same. But and I, and we mean like, how do we sound like you know in terms of quality, quality and, yeah. and new equipment? Like, don't say you guys sound like shit like always, fuckers. Come well, up we, with some material, and we're we're aware of that. That's that's a given. So you know, one of us is. Ha ha ha. So, uh-huh. um. But, you know, it's I didn't funny. Specify which. It's funny, though, because we're in this quarantine situation because of the COVID 19, and mm-hmm. everyone, we're, we are part, but I primarily do all the communication. I'm part of four different podcast servers on Discord, and yeah. all of them, or a lot of those shows on there, are scrambling to figure out how to do exactly what we do because normally they get together. To record, so now they're uh, trying. They're trying to figure out how to do what we do every week. We've been doing for almost two years now, where we just 
sit on a computer and talk to each other and right. and and do this. And so it's been kind of interesting because I've been able to, in some ways, help despite all our technological issues we were having. The the root concept didn't change, so mm-hmm. I was able to help by you know conveying how the root concept works. But from a and then we started having technological issues, you know. Right. So the good news is we sorted it out. Here we are. You know, you guys can hear us hopefully, and and it's not going to be a full length typical pot of skew episode. But we figured we'd come on and at least let you guys know we're still here. <laughs> right. You know, we're, yeah, we're here. We can't fucking leave the house. That's how we know we're here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We can't. We can't go anywhere. Thank God for and, Amazon, or I wouldn't have any of the new equipment. Yeah, uh, I got some. I, I uh, got some shit mailed to me as well. Oh yeah, what'd you get? I, um, Steph and I. So to peek behind the curtain, I guess it's a, it'll be a spoiler because I can't say what I got in the mail without spoiling what the future episode is going to be. But at some point uh, we are going to be doing a Harry Potter deep dive. And because I knew that we were going to be like, well, fuck. I mean, I'm all watch the movies obviously, but like it's been kind of a long time since I've uh, read the books and I know I've got them all. And then we asked uh, my mom if they were in the garage and she like, we went through some boxes and she, we found Books two, three, four, five, and six. So I was missing one and seven, the beginning and the last. Okay. So I know they're somewhere because I own them. Right. But uh so I said, you know what? Fuck it, dude. Let's just I'm just gonna buy one and seven online, have a mail to me, uh so I could start rereading them with Stephanie of all uh, you know, and uh and actually I I wanna give this this website a fucking shout out dude i didn't get it on amazon i got it off of this website called thriftbooks.com okay like, i'm plugging the shit out of it and they're not paying me they don't know who i am they're not giving this is just because i believe in their uh in their site and their service right and what it is 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 exactly what it sounds like it's it's um a thrift bookstore online and it's called uh, Thrift Books, and I just got so I saw a meme of this. Uh, and this person said, "I just got sixty six dollars and ninety cents worth of books for nineteen ninety three, which is like five bucks." And the biggest thing for it is that it also has textbooks, like school books. Okay, so it's a real fucking lifesaver for students. It's actually buy shit. it's actually what Amazon started off as. Amazon started off as as a bookstore. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks now. Well, I I like it. I use it a lot. But anyway, that's I yeah. I, I I like it, and I I you know I, let me reiterate. I don't dislike what Amazon is doing for us. It's able that we are able to get most of anything. Um, I know people who just do their grocery shopping through Amazon. Yep, I know. Um, but I I I have to say I'm not a fan of the CEO. Yeah, oh, Bezos has his issues, but that's another conversation. You know? Right, right, right. Um, so anyways, thrift books. If you want like cheap-ass books, I mean, I paid, I think I bought both books, and it was like less than $10. Okay, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Now, did you get so, the, the big hardback fuckers or the, the small paperback ones? Uh, interestingly enough, for book seven, we got the British version. Now, what's that mean? It means all the Harry... Have you ever read the Harry Potter books? No. Okay. The majority... There's there's two... There's multiple versions, like in multiple languages. But there is a British version, and there's an American version, which most kids in America have read. Sure. And you, you, you've seen the covers are the more stereotypical, like, the more well-known artist covers of it. Okay. Like, for example, in... In Deathly Hollows, which is book seven, which is what I'm talking about, the American edition shows like sort of an orangey like layout and Harry kind of brandishing his wand and like holding his other hand. Like he's almost looked like he's fencing in a weird way. And there's sort of silhouettes of hooded black figures around him. And in the British version, it's the cover art is Ron, Hermione and Harry in the Green God's vault, surrounded by treasure, 
trying to get the cop. Ah, like okay. trying to get the horse. Yeah. So it's very different. But all it's not just the obviously the the design. It's also the language. And I haven't deep dove into it, but apparently the British versions feature more British slang and and phrasing. And like instead of saying we went to the bathroom, we went to the loo. Right. You know, so it's, 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 gonna, it's for the British people to a degree, and and, and I mean this with, as positively as I can sound say it for the person that I'm referring to. But it's like reading one of Jay's letters because her letters, he, while Australian, are British based, and so. Right. So she spells realize with an S instead of a Z mm-hmm. and things like that. And that's not a criticism. It's just a point of fact. But, Humor yeah. with O-U instead of just O. Right. right. Stuff like that. You know, um, Eddie Izzard has a great joke about that in Dress to Kill. Do you, do you ever mm-hmm. see that stand up? Yeah. Where he's talking. Remember. What's that? I don't remember, but I know I've seen it. He he has a joke about British words versus American <laughs> words. And like, you know, he talks about, a you know. We pronounce it aluminum, and they pronounce it aluminium. Um, mm-hmm. And then the end of the joke is we say you say herbs, and we say herbs because there's a fucking H in it, you know, stuff like but that. But then I know it's a good joke, and he's right. But then like they'll drop H's, like um, it's frequently for like Yorkshire Cockney accents and shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, you know just, what, what it, do you do? I'm a, I'm an odd carrier. You're a what? Hot <laughs> carrier. Like, a hod carrier, you mean? What? what I, it's almost like the opposite of a Boston accent. Yeah. No, no, absolutely. So, it's just, it's just an interesting thing. And, and, of course, Eddie was just doing it for jokes. I I thought you'd but, have that one committed to memory since it's in San Francisco. But um, I think I've got it on VHS. I, I have I, it on I, DVD. I, it's so... It's, it's been a while since I've seen any Eddie Izzard. Although I do like Eddie Izzard um, in, in, in general, but he he was great on a on a show that I really liked called The United States of Terra, I which I have that. talked about. I haven't seen that. I always liked him when he showed up on like uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway, things like that. Because mm-hmm. he'd show up on the, the British version the, of that, right? Uh, United States of Terra is with Tony Collette. Muriel. Oh, Muriel you have Collette, talked about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I've no, still never seen it, but I do remember you talking about it. Um, he plays I, a shrink who is a who doesn't believe that her condition exists. Her okay. condition is multiple personalities. Gotcha. And he's so been it's, like it. It's an hmm? anti. Um, oh fuck! I just blanked on the name. The movie with um, Jesus Christ! Did I lose all my brain cells? Um, the guy who plays uh, Xavier in the newer X Men's McAvoy. And what's yeah. that movie? Oh, Split. S- Split. Um, yeah. It's an anti that. Um, well, because I feel like, well, no, I guess the, the, the doctors still believe that he had the, the split personalities, but. Well, in both ver- in both versions, they do have the, they do have the multiple personalities that, that whether the doctors agree or not is, is right. Irrelevant. They do have that fucking issue. Um, both are led by trauma, which is, you know, because I saw the movie glass, which, deep dives more into uh i need to see that still i heard it wasn't great though you know here's the thing unbreakable and split are some of the few really good m night films they're very underrated especially unbreakable because unbreakable is what if the guy who did the sixth sense made a superhero movie. Right. And it's exactly what you think. Yeah. It is dark. It is moody. I've seen it. it I've is, seen Unbreakable. Yeah. Right. And and you get a really fantastic performance by Bruce Willis. Um, and then Split came along, and there were eagle-eyed like, fans like me of Unbreakable that were looking at Split and be like, I bet this is a secret sequel. And we were right. There's a scene at the very end uh, during the credits, a bonus credit scene, yeah, where it reveals it is part of the Unbreakable world, right? And so, of course, we're like, "Oh fuck!" There's got to be a third one to see Bruce Willis go up against McAvoy would be fucking amazing. You know, someone who's known for being bald, and then someone who's also known for playing a bald character just going up against each other—that'd be awesome. And then we get Glass, which I'm not going to ruin the film for you, but like. I yes, just heard it was a letdown compared to what you it, get. It yeah. was a bit of a letdown. I 
I have more of an interesting experience going to see the movie because I almost got in a fist fight when Steph and I went to. You told that uh, story yeah. when you went. You told that story. So I felt that was sort of like, like I saw the ending and I saw the, you know, ultimately what the, I just missed like kind of the quote unquote major fight scene, but it was just different in, yeah. in, a, in a bad way. That I, yeah. I didn't really fully appreciate. I think, I think time will tell maybe on that one, but I don't know. Who knows? While we're doing shout outs though, since you did that shout out for the, the, the book place, right? Mm-hmm. I do want to um I want to send a shout out to a guy named Dave Soda. Um I'm sure that's not his real name, but I only know that name for him. He's sure. on the Best Friends podcast uh server that we're on on Discord. When we were having the technical issues we were having with the new equipment, I sent out basically an SOS to the world going help because something's not right and i don't know what i'm doing and and rico as you referenced earlier i was just getting more and more angry as time was going on mm-hmm. so i needed help and this guy reached back out and spent close hours. To four hours on the phone with me trying to help me sort it out and ultimately he didn't help me fix it but that's not his fault that was just life and right it was, but it was definitely the thought that he was like oh dude i got you yeah, he totally was willing to spend the time and, you know, so I want to give him a little bit of help, uh, love for that. So, Dave, thank you for your help. Uh, I also want to give a quick shout out to SK from Music Maker Comics. Um, she has come through with stuff that she said she was going to send us. And I've showed you before the recording, I got two Ashcan copies of the first two issues of Music Maker with mm-hmm. uh, signatures from her and the band that plays in the second book. So thank you to SK for those. I know yours are on the way, Rico. She she sent them certified, so you should be getting it. I, I First off, uh, thank you, SK. I do appreciate Because she did... Here, This is uh, no fault to her, but to no. keep behind the curtain, um, she did s- intend on sending me the first two issues... Because I, you know, I, I said, you know, to you on the on the show as well as privately, I was like, if I could ask for anything from her, she doesn't owe a shit. But if I could ask for anything, sure, I would like to read. I would like the issues, paper format. I'm an old think, school type of guy. I think you even said that to her when we did the interview. Yeah, I said that was my only complaint about uh, reading the the comics was I'm like it just I don't have that. It made me wish for a nostalgic feeling of sitting down and flipping pages. Yeah, I'll be curious to see what your copies are like, and I don't mean that in any negative way, but mine are Mm -hmm. like glossy paper. Like, these are really fucking nice, so... Oh, no, it's it's high quality. It's definitely high quality. Oh, that's right. You got the first issue, and there was a mailing problem. So, the first issue... Yeah, that's the thing, is I... She sent both out, but when I got my package, this... One of them was missing. Um, right, right. I remember you telling me. So, that. I don't know who the fuck opened up the package, or if if the package was like packaged incorrectly because it, it was <laughs> weird. Like the tape right. was like on one of the uh, the slip covers. Like the, it was almost like she. I don't know what happened. I, I'm not. Put, I'm not really trying to project any blame. I just. I got kind of fucked. Like someone stole an issue. Basically, basically. yeah. So somewhere. Someone's reading Music Maker that belongs to me. Um, Hopefully they're enjoying it, though. I hope so. For I mean, you know, when when, uh, when Steph's car got broken into and they stole my bag with all the Potescu stickers, I fucking hope they're enjoying it. I hope they're enjoying my prescription sunglasses, too. If you steal anything from me, I hope you fucking enjoy it. <laughs> oh, good. Then can uh, I steal some shit from you? Huh? Can I steal some shit from you, then? Talent? <laughs> what? I don't know. I was just anyway. Oh, go ahead. okay. I thought you were actually had a setup. So yeah. Um, what else? Uh, I got. <laughs> so here's the thing. You you know the audience doesn't know, but when when you're quarantined, you tend to do a lot of things that you've been putting off. So like, I've got I've got a fucking giant collection that's still growing of DVDs. That's sort of the curse of working at a video store is you get a lot of shit for very cheap. And I was, I've been, I, you know, I'm, I'm definitely been outspoken of my more praise for VHS. I actually did watch a, v, a VHS tape last night. It was a big kind of 
shock because I hadn't watched anything on tape in quite a while. What did you watch? Uh, we watched Grumpy Old Men. Oh, Deb loves that fucking movie. Shit's one of her favorites. And I love it too. I lo- and I so Steph had mentioned to me she'd asked me like, "Do you have Grumpy Old Men on DVD?" I said, "No." She's like, "Do you think you have it at work?" It was obviously before the quarantine. Sure. And I said, "No, I know we don't have it because I had actually looked for it uh, because I felt like well, watching it. I felt like it's an easy thing to put on. It's a little racy, but it's just old men, you know, being a little racy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The humor. So I know we didn't have it, but I said, "I know I've got both of them on VHS," and so. Uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, repacking in the garage, taking all my VHS tapes out of cardboard boxes and putting them in plastic tubs, um, bigger plastic tubs and just sure. smaller boxes. So also if they get damaged, you know, it's less likely to gam- get damaged or if there's water dripping or something, not that sure, the garage sure, sure. is dripping, but, um, and I found both of them. So I pulled them out and I said, we're going to, you know, I know Steph will want to watch these and, and she'll appreciate them. So we watched Grumpy Old Men, and I couldn't help but do my fucking Walter Matthau impression just the entire time. I thought Jack Lemmon was in that, too. Jack Lemmon is, yeah, it's Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau. That's right. Okay. Um, and no, go ahead. Walter, I'm sorry. Walter Matthau has, has he, I, I think, I don't know, I've only seen like one movie of his where he was quote unquote younger. Because unfortunately, <laughs> Walter Matthau has a face that just like he yeah. just looks perpetually fifty. He, well, he was until in, he's like seventy. Wasn't he the coach in uh, Bad News Bears? He was, but I never saw Bad News Bears. And neither have I. But I've seen the cover art where there's a picture of him, and he looks the same age as he does in Grumpy Old Men, and that's right. like thirty years apart or something. So I mean, I, I take it back. I saw Charade, but he is not being his Walter Matthau kind of. You know, he's. He's because Charade is a is the best Hitchcock film that Hitchcock didn't do, if that makes sense. Yes, I I I can hear you. I mean, I'm not I'm familiar with Hitchcock and I'm familiar with the movies that he's made, but I've never seen any of them. If that makes sense, dude, I gotta tell you, if you ever come across the movie Charade, you need to see Charade. It is fucking great. I'll add that it to is... the list of like 50 movies you told me if I ever come across them. Yeah, but this isn't like Halloween where I'm like, oh, you'll definitely love it because I love it. This is just a fuck like everyone. No, no, I'm talking about like stuff like Muriel's Wedding that you told me I need to watch. So I'm not talking about right. Halloween. Yeah, but uh, I mean, it, I mean, it's well, I was going to Walter Matthau. So Walter Matthau one was the inspiration for Homer Simpson, and I mean early Homer Simpson, right before he was so, like, an idiot. <laughs> well, bef- when he had that kind of. Because Dan Castellaneta, when he, who voices Homer, said he got this kind of, it was just a bad, all right, here we go. Like in the early Tracy Ullman shorts. Yeah, it sounds very Mathal. Yeah. It's, it's very different than, I'm Homer Simpson. It's all right, here we go. It's, sit down, boy. Like it's even, very. Yeah. Even the first couple of seasons, I think, or at least the first couple episodes of the yeah. first season, if not the whole first season is very much like that. Yeah. Even the way he does, even the way he says dough. Is different. Is, very different. It's very different. Yeah. And you hear the Walter Matthau, and it's, I, I fucking, Walter, Walter Matthau has a face like a pug, but, uh, and a voice to match, but I fucking, he is great to watch and imitate. Well, you know, it's funny you bring those, that movie up though, because, so Deb, Deb watches a lot of, and I've talked about this before, and this is not a disparaging comment, but she watches a lot of like, 90s sitcom shows, so everyone loves Raymond, um, King, King of Queens, um, Two and a Half Men is another one she watches a lot of, and I I loved Two and a Half Men before it, uh, before Charlie, you know, <laughs> did what he did. Yeah. Um. Well, so right now, because she watches them on like different networks that run reruns of it. So right now they're running the Ashton Kutcher episodes and Mm. there's a, the point of bringing it up though, is there's, there's this part where Charlie and um, Alan's mother is going to marry a guy played by Carl Reiner. Uh Aha. Carl Reiner's great. No, he's amazing. I love Carl Reiner, but he, Alden, Ashton Kutcher's character and Alan John Cryer's character throw him a bachelor party for mm-hmm. this, and they invite his friends, 
and there's three guys that show up, one of whom I don't recognize. The other guys that show up are Jack Lemon as Jack Lemon and Frank Marshall as Frank Marshall. Wait, Jack I thought Jack Lemon was I thought Jack Lemon had died. I'm pretty certain it's Jack Lemon. Really? Yeah. I, I could have sworn Jack Lemon had died before that. I mean, maybe then if it's not Jack Lemon, then I don't know who it is, but it looks like Jack Lemon. Huh. I don't I, I don't know. I, I know I, Matt I, now I really, had I really passed away. I, I think I watched the first couple episodes of when Kutcher came on. Nothing against Kutcher. It's just, you know, part of the appeal of watching Two and a Half Men was Cryer and Sheen to get, you know, against each other. Lemon died in 01, so maybe you're right. Ah, uh, yeah, because I think Charlie Sheen had his fucking meltdown in like 2013 or something. No, it was it was 2008, I think. Well, even still, you yeah. know what I'm saying. It, it's, like, it's after, yes, I'm aware. <laughs> unless Jack Lemon, maybe it was like Alan Arkin or something. No, because he looked very Jack Lemon and acted very Jack Lemon. I I could have sworn it was. Maybe so. it was Alan Alda. Alan Alda. Kind no, of I know a, Alan Alda. I I know who he is. I would have I would have known that was him. Okay, you're so. you're a Mash fan. No, not so much a MASH fan. Deb is, so I've seen bunches of episodes of that as well. But I actually know him, I just know him from different movies like Murder 1600 uh, and right. um, trying to think of other movies. He's also on, been on a bunch of episodes of Ray Donovan. So, like, I, I've seen him on That's other stuff. That's right. I forgot he was on Ray Donovan. He was good on Ray Donovan. He was really good on I, There's nothing. I actually said this to Deb one day. There's nothing I've seen Jack, or Jack, Alan Alda Alan. in. That I didn't like. I've not liked his character because he's played some real like prick like characters. Oh, yeah. But but that doesn't mean that I didn't like Alan Alda playing the role. It was just, sure. He actually that actually makes you like him more because he played such a prick and played it the way he's supposed to. Absolutely, I, yeah. I love actors that you can hate their character but love their acting. Like I mean, I've talked about it, but best example is Johnny Depp as Whitey Bulger. Like, right. And I, I bring that up because I, I showed, I was, I was going on like a Johnny Depp mob movie kick recently, where I was, some of them I've talked about, um, and wanted to show Steph and, uh, Steph and I, we watched Johnny Brasco, which in that movie, Johnny Depp plays an FBI agent who infiltrates the mafia. Like undercover. Okay. Like, and, and it's based on a true story. Right. Like, there was a real life guy named, right. Uh, I Joe, knew that. Joe yeah. Pistone who went under the alias Donnie Brasco and got to the point where he was almost made. That's how like in, in he was. Wow. That's um, crazy. Yeah. And he wanted to, but the FBI pulled him out. Um, and then he made public enemies where he plays John Dillinger. I think we have his... that. We have that or black mass. Isn't he in black mass? Yeah. He plays body Bulger. Yeah. We either have black ass or black ass. Black. <laughs> <laughs> you that, definitely that's have... a whole different movie. I don't know Johnny Depp being a black ass. I, 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 don't, I don't think his career has slumped that low yet. No, no. But anyway, we, we have one of those movies. I forget which one. We got it for free, so I just haven't oh. watched it yet. Um, Public Enemies is, is the Prohibition gangster one. Where that's, the one I, that's the one I want to see, honestly. So It's Christian Bale plays uh, yeah. the yeah. FBI agent who takes him down. So, and then Black Mass, he plays a criminal who works with the, he becomes an informant for the FBI. Right. Now the whole point is that I brought up is that you really fucking hate Waddy Bulger in, in the film because he is a motherfucker. Uh, and he's, and it's giant up like you've never, ever seen him. He is cruel. He is diabolical. And, and we know giant up is one of the fucking nicest guys in Hollywood. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. There've been uh, some stories and I'm not just talking about Amber Heard though. He's got, He's got that reputation of like, oh, someone, a celebrity fucked up a hotel room. It's Johnny Depp. Yeah. But anyway. But we also said uh, positive things about him when we did the the episode about James Lipton because that's one that's one of the best inside the actor studios I think I've seen is the one with Johnny Depp. Right, and and it's it, you look at him and he's clearly shy. You know. He, yeah, and but and he, he'll, he'll be coming up again soon anyway because we're doing like you mentioned we're doing that Harry Potter deep dive soon and right he'll be coming Which up sort of that. started the whole thing because i was like i need a break from harry potter i don't want to go right into 
Fantastic Beasts after watching eight fucking Harry Potter films. So let's find something filler. And I'm like, oh, well, fuck, Donnie Brasco. It's yeah. sort of a, it's you know, it's still sort of connected because Johnny's in it. So fuck it. Yeah, but by that same regard, you could watch Yoga Hosers. Yeah, no. <laughs> I actually like Yoga Hosers, but that's I know you do. I, um, I and I I, th- I like one part of Yoga Hosers. Yeah. See, but you probably, I mean, without getting into a whole conversation, because I don't know if I want to go into that tonight, but I think you like Tusk better than I do. Yeah. Yeah. Tusk. I, I, I still have my criticisms of Tusk, but I, l- it is just a fucked up movie. Yeah. And I was see, like, I don't, I don't know how it'll pan out, but I want to see this fucked up movie. Yeah. And it, it's a fucked up movie. That's for sure. And it's still, it, there's parts I, you know, the parts that I don't like are the, it, there, of Tusk I mean, or Yoga of, of Tusk. Uh, are the, like, there's this really long fucking monologue by the woman in it, the girlfriend of, of Justin Long's character. Oh, yeah, I don't remember her name, but I know who you're talking about, yeah. And, and nothing against her acting and nothing really against Smith's writing because, you know, we both know I'm a big fan of Smith as a dialogue writer and that's right. one of the things he can excel at is his dialogue. But it, I I think it was just such a out of place part where she's delivering this monologue and the camera's just slowly zooming in on her. Yeah, I remember. And it, it just took me out of the film. See, you know what I I mean, without doing a tusk deep dive, if I was to guess, I think he just got into such a role writing monologues for Parks that he, you know what I mean? That's probably what spawned that. And I could say that if it was Parks delivering a monologue, it was always riveting and captivating. Because it's Parks. <laughs> right. But I think with her name is, I just remember her name, Genesis Rodriguez. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, then uh, again, nothing against her acting because she's a talented actress. Yeah. She's very good in that scene, but for she some is, reason. Yeah. For it just some takes reason, you out of the film. Took, yeah. Yeah, it does take you out of the film. Um, yeah, we are all over the fucking place. Well, that's um, the idea, because I have somewhere I'm going to go way left field in a second, because I wanted to talk about something I did, but, you know. All right, what'd you do? Oh, no, no. one more thing. I did get something uh, something else mailed to me. What's that? I So, the whole thing was, I was going, like, you know, when you're quarantined, you tend to do things that you haven't fucking, you've been putting off. Sure. And I've got, like, four tubs of DVDs that... I we don't have any like room in here, so I don't have any bookshelves to just display them or bookcases. I mean, um, but like my mom gave me a couple tall, skinny ones that I could kind of just shove in a corner, and so I've been kind of going through and like putting up the ones that I want displayed, and I'm doing this, and I'm like, it really fucks with my OCD, where I have something displayed and it's part of a trilogy or a series or a franchise, and I don't have them. Even if I have them all on like VHS, for example, it still fucks with me. Like, well, I bought the I bought it on DVD. I still feel the collection's incomplete. That's how I feel right now about Star Wars because I'm missing Rise of Skywalker. Exactly. So yeah. I even like I have Star Wars displayed, but I left a space for when I get Rise of Skywalker because yeah. it's gonna happen. No, I, um, uh, yeah, we're both probably gonna get it. It's just this whole uh, thing. So. Well, I don't, I don't really, like, my hope is, I know if the video store opens, like, that's how I'll get it. That's how I'll yeah. get my copy, and I can get it for fucking 250 Right. You know, or I could shell out and spend $30. You know what I, I'm saying? Like, Yeah, no, I know. I want to see it again. I'm hoping, I'm hoping Disney Plus is going to put it up soon now that it's out. You know. I thought it was. No, I, it's not. I thought it there. was. I looked, I looked today, because I wanted uh, okay. to watch it. Yeah. So I was looking through and I'm a lot of what I was wanting was I was going on Amazon and like, I don't really have that many bills to pay. I kind of paid off everything that I nearly need to pay, Good, but I'm not getting any income coming in obviously, yeah. but I'm waiting for unemployment to be approved or my, um, what is it? My, my tax return. I did my taxes. And so I know I'm got, I know I've potentially got money coming back to me. I just don't know when. Plus the stimulus. Plus the stimulus. Um, so I'm looking, I was looking on Amazon. I'm like, I'm, I'm still a frugal buyer. I'm going to go for, you know, not new and brand new and sealed. I'll be like, yeah, I'll get like, like new or very good quality, but I'm going to try and find the cheapest, cheapest price. And I'm looking at my collection that's fucking with me where I'm like, I only, like I, for example, I have, uh, one of the child's play movies, Curse of Chucky. 
which okay. is, I think, the sixth one. And I'm like, it's a pretty decent one, but it just looks lonely on a shelf by itself. <laughs> because I have the first five on, on VHS, VHS. Yeah. And I've got the first five on my uh, PlayStation 3, like, you know, AVI files and MP4s. Um, so I have access to them. But it's still just that low, like, it's just one la- random Chucky film. So I was looking online to see how how I could get the other the first five, and there was a Chucky uh, collection, and it was kind of pricey. It was like thirty bucks, but it was like thirty bucks for all seven films, excluding the remake. That's actually not terrible. That's like for something a movie, right? So, and then I found another used copy. There was, one, and the thing that was fucking with me was there's only one left in stock, and it's I hate used- that. Because it entices you to fucking like, ah, oh, I want to be that motherfucker. I don't even think it was one left. I think they had like a whole truckload of them, and they're just probably, fucking away. probably. So I got that, and I found it for like twenty five bucks or something. So, and it's it's really funny. It's it's a the DVD package is uh a it's the box that Chucky the doll is in the good guy box. Oh, I love with, when like, they do shit like that. Right, like, you know, for Reservoir Dogs, they did one where it's a gasoline can. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's another one for the Jurassic Park trilogy where it's the gates yeah, that I've open seen that up. Yeah, I too. So I have, I have that as well. One of my favorites is um, Invader Zim. Mm. Did you ever watch that cartoon? Very rarely. I was never a big fan. Okay, I'm a I'm a big fan. So if you get the three season complete series because it was only three seasons long, right? You can get it in the house that he lives in, mm-hmm. and there's a stuffed Gur. For those familiar with the the show, he has like this companion named Gur. Uh-huh. So there's a stuffed Gur in the attic, and in the in the main part of the house is where the the movies or the discs sit. So it's kind of <laughs> I have I have a funny story. I know you want to talk about something else completely out of left field, but I have a funny story about something to do with invaderism. Okay. I have, um, when I, when I was working at the video store, I had more than a couple, um, autistic, um, or, uh, yeah, autistic or, or on the spectrum kids that would come in. Sure. And adults and adults too, but a lot of it was kids. Um, and there was this one kid who, who would uh his most frequent thing that he would do was that he would once we started selling candy we would sell candy bars for a buck a piece which is infinitely cheaper than anywhere else oh for sure right so he would come in with his fucking allowance and just take everything like like he would and he would get very specific he's like i want three Reese's peanut butter cups. I want four Kit Kat bars and I would like five um, Milky Ways or Snickers or something. If it's Snickers, he, he's got good taste. If it's Milky Way, he lost me. So. Oh, I love I love the dark chocolate Milky Ways. Yeah. I'm not I, peanuts get really stuck in my teeth. So the nougat and just the you know, Milky Way thing I, I'm a big fan of. I'll, t- I'll take a Milky Way over. You can have your Snickers, you know, drama yeah. queen. You can have your fucking Snickers. Drama queen. <laughs> um, well, no, it's those laughing at me on that one. That wasn't. No, it's those commercials for the. Uh, you see those Snickers commercials? Like you're. you're when you're angry? It's, 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 it's sort of. It's, it's, it'll be some people in a car and then it'll be like, uh, like a. How do I describe it? It'll be like like Barbara Streisand or something, right? And you're not you know you're not the same when you're when you're angry. It's anger, right? Yeah, right, right, right. And then they give her have a Snickers. You're being a yeah. The, the very first one was with Betty White. Betty White. That's I was thinking of someone. Well, they've done and a they, bunch, and they and, might have done and, one. With, yeah, and then they take a bite, and then they turns out to be like a like a seventeen year old dude. Yeah, I there was one where it was a rap battle, and it was you know. One guy rapping, and they flip over to the other guy, and it's like Tom Jones or something. And then, <laughs> and then he takes a bite, and then he kicks back into you know the set, like you know, like you said, seventeen year old kid, and he just flattens the guy. So, 
How did we get here? What was I talking I, about? I, the kid in the candy bars at the store. Okay, so yeah, I, it was an Invader Zim thing. So the same kid would ask me for Invader Zim. Every single time he would come, come and buy a candy bar and rent a movie, he would say, do you have Invader Zim? And I would give him the same fucking answer. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, we had, we had, a, and, and I finally, like, Instead of me being like, oh, it doesn't look like it's here. It says it's, you know, it looks like it's gone. It looks like it's, it's, um, you know, it's missing. And every, every other week he would come in and say, do you have Invader Zim yet? And I said, no. And I finally did some like deep diving. Like I went way back in records of who previously rented it. And it was the kid. The kid <laughs> had rented Invader Zim and then never returned it or lost it forgot about it and wanted and another came, copy and they kept asking to get it again that's funny that's kind of and funny I kept, and i told him i was, and his dad came in one time and i said and his dad was present when he said do you have invader zim and i said and then when i made that discovery i was like um no we don't have it because somehow you already have it and the dad was like what it's like yeah um i have an idea how about when you give him his like candy money allowance thing that he blows all which i appreciate he spends 20 dollars a week on Um, on candy and i'm sure he's just like buys a bunch of candy and just sneaks off and just eats it before he comes home if you just save one of those 20 dollar bills you could buy invader zim donate it to us rent it and then steal that one and then we can go and we could do this every other week we just replace the ones you keep stealing and so he, they all laughed because I was joking, and then he I, said, Wait, I, "I was going to say, I was going to ask. I hope the dad laughed at that." The kid didn't get it. Oh, because, right, right, yeah. But the dad got it, and he thought it was really funny. And then he said, "Wait a minute, what candy are you talking about?" Uh oh. And I hadn't, I hadn't realized that I had just kind of like out of instead of the bus, where he, you know, he's just blowing all of his fucking pocket money on on candy bars, and he's like, "Are you serious?" And he's like, "Hey." Go, go to the car. He tells this kid to go to the car. He's like, all right, I don't want to embarrass him, but are you serious? And I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, do you see how many candy bars we have? He's like, yeah, not many. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> like, like, don't, please don't tell your, please tell your kid not, like, don't tell your kid to stop buying them because, like, it's really helping us. But, like, yeah, dude, he's getting, like, 15 candy bars, like, a week. Yeah. I'm like, he, he never eats them in front of us. And I'm like, I mean, he's pretty smart then. I was like, I don't know where the fuck he's putting it. He's a skinny dude. And he's yeah. like, I, but it, it was kind of funny. here. I was like, I felt kind of like Donnie Brasco for a second. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you were talking about quarantine things and things you've been watching and whatever. And I, I for whatever reason, uh, maybe just because it popped up in my face on Netflix, but I got in the mood and I watched Solo again. Oh, yeah. So which weird. Is like, Ma- uh, Maxwell watched uh, Solo for the first time, but yeah, go ahead. Which is only like the second or maybe the third time I've seen it. Like, I haven't watched it that many times. Um, and I gotta I've, t- seen, I've seen it a fair bunch. I I don't think it's as bad as it gets the, the knock for. Um, I agree. And then I actually, first off, I really enjoyed it. I, I still think the star of that thing is actually... Um, Danny Glover, oh, is it, or yeah, it's, Donald, it's, 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 Glover. Donald Glover. I always get him and his dad. The first names confused. Um, it's not his. That's not his dad. Is not it? Related. No, they're not. Oh well, shit! I didn't know that. Anyway, um, but I, I'll give you a little clue of how to remember his name. Yeah, his name is his, and he he made this aware. Like he said, he was twenty five when he discovered it. That his name, if you shorten Donald to Don. Is Dong Lover? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and, and he said like... I didn't realize I was twenty five when I realized that I was paying taxes and rent and shit. I realized my name is Dong Lover. <laughs> well, he and that's the thing about him. Like he's got like a triple career thing because he's also a rapper that, go, that goes by Childish Gambino. Yeah, and he's also a stand up comedian. Like he's oh, done stand up, and he's yeah, pretty and fucking he, and funny. He's great. Yeah, and he was also a comedic writer. Right. So you know he. He can handle, you know, I'm sure he's perfectly fine with being Don Lover. Um, Don Lover. Yeah, I know. He, I, no, he said it. 
That's what I'm would, saying. I'm sure he's fine with that. Um, he he was also a great comedic writer before he was on like Parks and Rec or Community or whatever the fuck Thirty Rock. He was on something. He wrote for Thirty Rock. Yeah, and like I think Tita Fey singles him out in her one of her books, and she's like, honestly, one of the craziest hidden talents of that show was Don Don Lover. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, he 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 did a hell of a Lando. Um, Absolutely. And it actually, after watching Solo, made me go back and watch Empire again. Empire and Return of the Jedi or just Empire? Just Empire. I didn't get, I just didn't feel like watching Return of the Jedi. It's not because I don't like it. I just wasn't in the mood. But Sure. I think what also spawned it was I've been watching this, and I know you give me crap for this stuff, but I was watching, I've been watching Lego Masters on Fox. <laughs> I, I don't give you crap. I would love to watch Lego Masters. You can. You have fucking I know, Hulu. I know I can, but I, I I'm I want to. I, I go through so much other shit that I want to watch first. But I'll. I'll, I'll, I'll I, I actually think because I know you're a big Lego fan, so I think you would actually like it quite a bit. Um, and you're uh, Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Yeah. 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 And he hosts the thing. So yeah, yeah. Well, because he voiced Lego Batman, right? And um, believe me, he doesn't let you forget that at any point during the. Oh, he he, he mugs the camera and says, "Because I was Lego Batman." Uh, at least a handful of times, and one time he actually goes into Lego Batman, like he does the voice, and yeah. It's probably not that different than his regular voice. It's not drastically. He drops. You're the voice guy on the show, but if I was to to analyze it, he drops. The he lowers the pitch. It, yeah. It's automatic if you play Batman, you lower your pitch. Yeah, and that's kind of what he does. Um, unless you're George Clooney. Yeah, unless you're George Clooney. Well, we haven't heard Pattinson yet. Um, we'll have yeah. to see. Which, by the way, and we'll talk about it when we get into the Harry Potter movies, but I didn't remember that he was in one of them. Oh, the Goblet of Fire. Yeah. Yeah, and I got to tell you, I'm a little concerned about Batman. But that's beside the point. Oh, I, 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 I strongly disagree. I thought he... I, if, because here's the thing, you haven't read the books. No, but wait a minute. I, there's nothing to. It's not about his acting or his portrayal of that character from Goblet of Fire. It's yeah. literally, I got a really good look at his facial structure, and I'm afraid it's going to look terrible in the cow. Well, have you seen the pictures? Uh, I've seen the one of him on the bat bike, and it seemed too far away to get a good look at it. But that's not him. That's not Pattinson. That was a stunt double. Okay. There is, and there's been different uh, retouches. There was a teaser we got from uh, the director of the new Batman movie, the Batman. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? The guy who did the Apes movies. Um, no idea. Matt Reeve. That's okay. the guy who's doing. So he released a teaser, and it's really fucking hard to tell because it's like, it straight up looks like the intro to Daredevil. Like red backdrop, like red lighting, and like the suit looks red because of the lighting. Right. And it's hard to kind of tell what the fuck you're looking at. And because, you know, both Daredevil and, and Batman have like sort of ear horn things yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on their masks. And, but someone took that same footage and actually lightened it and actually kind of made it look like they touched up on the quality of it. So you can actually see what he would look like in the cow and it works. I mean, the, it does. The, cow, okay, the, the face and the cow work. I have sort of problem with the suit itself. Well, yeah, we whole. can, we can get that another day, but I, you had basically said in general though, that when we talked about Batman, one of the many times we have that the, the facial structure is very important to how you look in the cow. You know what I sure. mean? And he can't control his facial structure. He was just born that way. So I'm not even dogging on him. But like, I feel like his lips protrude a little too much. And I think it's going to look weird. But that's just me. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, him as Cedric was one of the better castings of the Harry Potter films. No, I, I, I had no problem with his... No, no, yeah. But I mean, I, I've been trying to... Because I'd only seen him in that as well as him in... I mean, I saw like the first two Twilight films, just kind of like, what the fuck? There's nothing else to see in the theaters at the time. Right. And I was kind of curious what this phenomena that was going on that wasn't really aimed for my demographic. I was just kind of curious, like, let's see what, the, and I read like, I think the first two books, I think I read the first three books and I said, all right, that's enough. I can't do anymore. Sure. Um, 
And then, I mean, he's fine in the roles, and he's a f- great actor. And I'm not going to criticize. No, and we, and we deep dove all that when we in, talked about the announcement. So I'm not. I'm just saying from that one right. moment, I was a little concerned. We'll we'll see but what I, happens. I'm still going in with an open mind. But I but I saying I saw the movie The Lighthouse, and we talked about it. And yes. I was like, okay, that motherfucker can act. No, like, I, I I don't I, understand what the fuck was going on in the movie. But he can fucking act the shit out of it, and 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 same with that. And we'll get into it when we do the Harry Potter movies. But like, I I agree with you. Like, he he did a fine job in that role in Harry Potter. I thought it was I thought he did a great job. I had no issue with his acting. Right. I literally was going from a visual and the conversation we had about facial structure in the sure. cow. Um, but all right, listen. I think I think we need to wrap this up. I want to thank our audience for sitting through this test run because that's essentially yeah. what this is. Um, I know it's not a typical Podeskew episode. I appreciate you letting us kind of just go all over the place and ramble and, and, and test sounds and variousness. So, right. um, but we will be back next week with a proper, if you will, Podeskew episode. So we'll be excited to, to bring you that. So I, I don't I don't know what to say for the last words apart from everything you just said. Ditto. CJ here with a few thank yous and to let you know how you can get in touch with and follow the show and us. Listen to us on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you find your podcasts. Please don't forget to rate and comment. Podeskew is a member of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Visit their website, bigheadsmedia.com, and follow them on Twitter, at Big Heads Media. If you want to agree with or yell at us, follow Rico, me, and the show on Twitter. The show is at Potaskew, Rico is at Rance Rico, and I'm at M underscore Blade. We want to thank logo designer and show friend Mike for his work on our wonderful logo. You can contact him for our work via email at logomike80 at gmail.com. That's logomike80 at gmail.com. Thank you to Samuel Lemons for all original music on the show, especially our theme music. You can find Sam on Twitter at Samuel Lemons, all one word, and his music on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash Samuel dash Lemons. Finally, our biggest thank you is to you, everyone, for listening. Rico and I really appreciate your time and look forward to bringing you another episode soon. Yay, Rico. I got nothing, man. <laughs>